What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Ron's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. How do you say Neil Druckmann? But you say it just like that. Proof. Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, ladies and gentlemen. I can't fucking do this. What happened? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Go on. So awkward silence for so long. No, I thought that was funny. Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, ladies and gentlemen. All three of your hosts have yet again returned, despite how much we hate each other. Anthony, Noah, Edward, all back in one room. Pretending what a fun little little other. trio we got here, guys. What's up? so quirky and different. <laughs> We're so cool. Yeah, what's up, Anthony? This week, we watched a, a little Netflix original. Surprising, surprising called the glass onion but we'll dive into that a little bit later anthony how's your day been my yeah so so i don't know if i knew this but at one point neil Druckmann, the creator of the last of us games teamed up with sam raimi to make the last of us movie did y'all know that no what i didn't yeah he was, uh, before he had the idea for the show, he had an idea for the movie. He went to Sam Raimi and it was kind of going well, um, but it kind of died during development <clears throat> because of, and Neil Druckmann kind of finally explained why and is mostly because of creative differences. He said, let me find it. Okay. He said studio executives wanted certain things to be different. For example, they wanted his idea to be bigger and sexier is what they said. <clears throat> in, a, in a zombie film. They, did, they exactly. didn't want it to be self-contained. They wanted a franchise out of it. Exactly. And they wanted it. More, I don't know if you've seen this, but no, no. Uh, Druckmann wanted it as um, the aesthetic to be like no country for old men. Have y'all seen that? That's no. that's actually a really good aesthetic for that movie, yeah. for that. But game. they wanted it to be more like World War Z, which oh no, nah. it's like a Bro, pretty big that's... difference. And then 
<clears throat> he also said that he didn't think a two-hour movie would do it justice for the 15-hour game. I was about to say, it'd have to be a three-hour movie if it was a movie. Yeah. So that's why he went with the show, which makes me happy because that means he's he's already passed like all the the bad part. You know what I mean? So like everything he is putting in, it's already been like refined. You know what I mean? And he already basically said no. He or at least with the movie, no, I'm not making this into like live media unless it's like our way, unless it's exactly. the right way. Which shows exactly. me that he actually cares, and that actually gives me a lot of hope for the show. But I do like that choice with Sam Raimi as a director. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. The only thing is, they were eyeing Maisie Williams for Ellie. And I would have liked The entire that. time? Mm, I can't see that. I, can't I see can see it more than okay. what's her name. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. TBH? I'm so no, excited, guys. It's coming in literally two weeks. I'm so excited. I can what? Yeah, I'll I be think it's close. It's coming on yeah. HBO. Yeah, two oh, weeks on Sunday. I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. I think video games lend themselves to sh- TV shows way better than they ever could a movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, I couldn't think of like a single video game where I'd be like that'd make a fantastic movie over like a TV show <laughs> just because it cuts out so much stuff that makes the game fun, like the story, like actual story that you care about. You know, I am still skeptical about the God of War series, though. There's so much, like, mystical shit in it, and I'm like, how are you going to do that? I think it would be badass. I'm going to be like... I mean, I don't see it being impossible. Like, out of all of them, it's one... Despite... Okay, God of War has a really great story, but it is really simple at its core with complex characters, and I think it would... It's not the most difficult one to pull off out of all of them. I just mean with like costume design and stuff too. Like I hope Kratos doesn't look like a knockoff. <laughs> this like white paint all over him. Unless they I go a different unless they go a different route and just No, they can't. I was gonna say unless they go a different route and just like don't paint him, but they have to paint they him. Can't. Like they have this story. It's a yeah. Necessity. It's it's a makes his background. So I get it just makes all I gotta say is that they're eyeballing me to be cast as Kratos, so you're about to Man. see a, a transformation oh, in the next choice. 30 days. <laughs> this dude's about to shave his head. You're about to see me grow an extra fucking foot. Just Put kidding. on 100 Edward. pounds of muscle. He's Edward, eight feet tall. Edward is Mimir. Yeah, at least of the homie. On, <laughs> Edward's going to be on Kratos' butt. All, all movie, show, whatever. Alright, Anyways, well, let's get back on track a little bit. Oh, no, you want you, you want you want to go? Or you want me to go? I suppose I can go. I suppose so. So James Cam, so James Cameron has just uh, been talking about, just discussed uh, that the Terminator reboot or relaunch, whatever you want to call it, is um, in discussion right now with movie executives, but nothing has like ultimately been decided about it. Um, which shows that the Terminator franchise will not leave, will not die off. Will not be um, terminated, if you will. It will not be terminated. <laughs> so um, Cameron wants to do another Terminator film. is in discussions right now, trying to launch the franchise again. Nothing's been decided. But to make this fresh, he actually wants to make it more or less like robots gone bad and more like AI driven. 
which makes more sense than. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't really care about the Terminator movies. I I don't either. Besides the first well, two, I mean they're classic. I'll give them that. I just they're not my thing. They're not your type. I've never I'm seen the original Terminator. I've only ever seen Terminator Two. I never got the vibe after like the third Terminator, because like everything just went crazy. <laughs> the storylines and stuff. I was like, "What the heck?" They went full sci-fi. They went never no, they go went full, full sci-fi. <laughs> I didn't even see the last two, but I'm talking about like in between those, in between like the last two and like the third. It just went yeah. wild. And I was just like, "Oh no, nah. <laughs> I don't like this at all." But that's what y'all should know. Because AI would make sense, though, even though it's been done quite a bit. Too much, if you will. Yeah, a little too much, a little too predictable. But that's all I got to say on that. Because Speaking of James Cameron, this motherfucker be on a roll. So, as you know, recently, Avatar The Way of Water has hit $900 million on the fucking global market. It's about to hit a it's billion. Hit one billion Absolutely one. nutty. It's only been like two weeks. How much but did the first one the, <clears throat> make? The most all time. Literally. I know how much was it? Like two billion something. So it's halfway there. It's gonna be like two point four eight seven six five billion. So Do the, the original Avatar made seventy seven million dollars during its opening weekend. Uh-huh. And how much However, it? total However. it ended up uh, making six hundred and one million dollars. Oh, mm, I'm pretty sure it made two billion. Well, after inflation, it has been more than three billion dollars. Holy crap! Yes. Avatar on top. Avatar on that's top. How come, that's how come whenever. They were like, oh, it's got to make $4 billion to break even. Everyone was like, bro, why the fuck you got to be the number one highest grossing movie of all time to break even? But then I also remembered that it wasn't talking about breaking even for the the whole movie. It was talking about breaking even for the next two movies. Oh, was it they filmed really? them back to back. So the production costs were technically for two movies, not just one. So well, that's a, that, that was a either way, article it, headline the other day then? Yeah, so either way... it. They're, they they made their money. Like They definitely profited off this one. I think they're definitely um, going to be in the top 10 highest grossing. Oh, for sure. Um, but not only that, um, James Cameron recently uh, did an interview and he kind of went into uh, his reasoning for filming the movies back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, he said... I thought we already talked no. about this last episode. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um. Okay. Anyways, okay. Carry on. Uh, I lost my place in the article now. Um, Look what you did, Anthony. I know what you were gonna say. Say it then. He filmed them back to back so that he didn't get the Stranger Things effect, where the actors no, look a lot older. Not what I was gonna say, but all right. That's well, not even where I was going with the article. It's but, true, yeah. so. It's true though, so if you didn't know, now you know. Anthony just quoted the Instagram post that he just saw right now. 
Um, no, he said that the Avatar sequels may be released a lot slower than we have expected, despite him filming them back to back. What? He said they Why? exist, the stories exist, they know what exactly what they're doing and what they're going to be. They just have a really, really long, grueling process of getting them done. And he said, ideally, two years from now, Avatar 3 comes out. Ideally, maybe three years after that, 4 comes out. And then what? maybe a couple years after that, five comes out. So we won't be away from the marketplace. Uh, so we'll have the sense of a persistent world and ongoing story uh, that I think people want if they're going to invest in in the characters. Uh, we want to give them, uh, we want to give it to them in a regular cadence, ideally, and that's a game plan. So yeah, I... he's been developing sequels like for over a decade. That's how come it took so long is because he wanted like the best possible production Roadmap. to come out all at the exact, basically all at the exact same time. But it's going to be two more years to the third one, even yes. though he has a dog. Yes. That's, that's what Kimmy said. said it was going to be longer than fans expected because even though like everyone knows that they came, like they made them back to back, there's going to be so much technology difference within like, now and the time it comes out that they're they want to be up to date with all that stuff like they are like leading the way they in this new avatar they invented new techniques and new programs to do the cgi that they needed so i guarantee you they're doing the same shit right now every every avatar movie is going to be something new in the technical industry yeah the technical so, side of and then he said which gives us kind of a hint at some of the stories that's going on like there's going to be a pretty big time jump in here he said we mixed the schedules for two and three together based on the types of scenes and the environments that they needed they said let's treat it like a six like it's a six hour miniseries and we're only going to go to frankfurt once we're going to shoot all the scenes from two and three at the same time that was more or less the motif Actor availability was an issue. Anything that had to be done with a specific actor, we did all the scenes for two and three together and a little bit of four because he had to shoot the kids out to prevent the stranger things, like Anthony said. But he said they're allowed six years in the middle of the story on page 25 of movie four. So in movie four, there's going to be a six-year time gap. Movie four is about to be so sick. I'm so excited. But yeah, that's what um... I figure the two-year, three-year thing, time gaps, because that's what they announced a long time ago, the release dates to being two years, three years apart. But they look like they're kind of – they're finally pushing them out, though. It's not like they're waiting 10 years. Yeah. So, Again, they really can't. James Cameron's not getting younger. That's the future of Avatar laid out right in front of us, which I think it's cool that they're so transparent with it. Not a lot of – a lot of people want to keep that really tight to their chest. I kind of like – I. I like how he's open and talking about it. I still hate when he fucking brags about that shit. I'm like, bro, I get it. Shut the fuck up, please. And that's no, I don't mind it. Dang. Alright. I feel like I'm going to lose interest. But... Why? <laughs> but anyways, what's, uh, who's next? Are we done? <laughs> who's next? The sponsor. Demolishes the transition I was making. <laughs> All right, guys. So this week we went on to Netflix uh, and we kept our eye on a little movie called uh, Glass Onion, which Glass Onion. I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say is a sequel to Knives Out, 
more of a like just another story. It is a sequel. in the Knives Out it's universe. Not directed by Ryan Johnson. It's not a sequel, like it's written, like it's an actual sequel. But anyways, I can actually explain to you the director's thoughts on that here in a sec because it's <laughs> going to be my news article. But I decided it wasn't interesting enough. Starring the wonderful Daniel Craig, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, and Leslie Odom Jr. and a lot of other terrific actors, but we don't have time for that, so we're going to move on. Edward, you can... Uh, actually, I must say a synopsis first. So tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns up dead, Detective Benet Blanc is put on the case. Boy, LeBlanc. Can I... That's, that's right. my boy. All right, General Monsieur LeBlanc. Uh, it got better in the second half but during the first half tell me why Daniel Craig's accent was so terrible no Anthony actually I know I agreed with you the other day but when I actually sat down and watched the whole thing I didn't think it was that bad I think the first half was terrible I think it was pretty consistent throughout, but he he had like a really overplayed accent to begin with, just because. Yeah. And he was written like he was born in the nineteen hundred, like nineteen hundred. Well, like he was he like definitely was. Motorcore, bro. What? Yeah, he's supposed to be weird. That's literally his whole character. Do you not remember what he was like in the first one? No, actually, I don't. Okay. I, okay. Um, <laughs> my general consensus is that I thought it was pretty good. I thought that all of these – I thought a lot of these characters were more interesting than the first one. Not a knock on the first one. The first one's great. I just kind of like these characters a little bit more because I thought they were um, they were just a lot more fun. And they're all connected in one way like how that's all pieced together and um like they're all rich rich people like big in their respective industries they all clearly have some motives or opportunities in this case but that's what i think is really interesting about this movie is just how um unlike the other one you're trying to piece things together this one they kind of throw a lot at you and it gets kind of a little complicated and it just but it makes you think a lot more and i'm not going to spoil how it ends um, i'll finish this thought on what i'm saying later but just know there's a there's a lot that was crazy and i really don't have a lot of like cons about this movie i have one like nitpick that i'll share later but i also thought it was funny like i was saying i loved uh daniel craig's leblanc character i think he's he's a it's an incredible role for him to have because i think he's a really good actor for that but also how this dude's playing on like easy mode dog yeah <laughs> So he, I'll, I'll I'll be sitting there trying to piece something, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, that part is part of this." And then if you piece this together, this is how that would work. And then yeah. that's why they that's why they did it. And I'm just like, "Yo, <laughs> he saw which was like insane." I'm just like, "Yo, hold on, man, give me some time to think." Yeah, but no, it's so cool. I like I like how they do that. That's my general consensus, Edward. And well, first of all, I love mystery movies. Like mystery movies, mystery books. You give me one of those, and I will sit down and I will enjoy every second of it. Just spoon feed it to me like a little baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, like, 
I said this about the first Knives Out too. You can go back and rewatch it, but like the first one, they did really good in misdirecting you to where you never knew who the killer was or what was going on. Yep. But this one, they show you exactly who they would like. They spell it out pretty clearly, like who's the bad guy. But at the same time, they completely like the plot twist they hit you with, like just like a three sixty, and it becomes a completely yep. different like movie versus what you were thinking half, yeah. it was to begin with. The and it was first so one, freaking crazy. The misdirection was like it misdirected you from who the killer was. This one misdirected you from what the problem was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this one, what you think you're trying to solve, you're not really trying to solve. The, the, it, really, it wasn't. It wasn't linear. Like it kind of jumped all over the place, but in a good in a, way. In Still, a sense, it it became bigger than just who who killed this person. Right. Which I like when they do that a lot. It was an organized mess in a way. Controlled they chaos, did jump if back, you will. They did, dra- they did go back and forth a lot, but I didn't mind it too much, to be honest. I consider that one of the pros, that they were able to juggle that around and have it feel like a... Like, they were able basically to tell two different stories at the exact same time, yeah. like, without changing anything. Like, that that's really hard to do. And that's how come you don't see a lot of mystery movies anymore because of that reason. But it, like this franchise is just slapping hard. And going back to what I said earlier about it being like a sequel or not, Ryan Johnson in an interview came out and said that he hated the fact that Netflix made him include Knives Out in the title. That he was yeah. like fighting like tooth and nail to just have it be called Glass Onion because he thinks every story is just standalone. Did they like he went out of his way? to disconnect it from the last story. Yeah. Either way, um, I think that's just a way for them to be like, oh yeah, by the way, guys, this is from... This is like our Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) I kind of like it, though. That's crazy, yeah. I feel like Knives Out is... Like, if they keep doing these movies, it's like the overarching... Like, what am I trying to say? It's like the brand, you know what I mean? And then there's different movies. and It's a new, it's like a new it. franchise. They could start making books about it if they wanted. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't. I would that read the of. shit out of those. They might have made books based on the movies. I do love I the title, too. Glass books. Onion. The Glass Onion. Everything makes sense. Yeah. It really related back to the title a lot. And, um, I mean, like I said, too, it was just a really great cast of talent and it's so funny because like they all seem to be having a lot of fun with these movies Mm -hmm. dude i want to be in one of these movies (laughs) (laughs) especially because like i would say more than the last film that they leaned not heavy but like they leaned a little bit more on the comedic side there's a lot more like bits and bits and gags in this movie but at the same time they kept it like very engaging like it did not interrupt the story Mm -hmm. whatsoever it felt like a really fast movie like it didn't feel long and drawn no, out. I mean, they slowed down a little bit in the second act, but not like very much. It was pretty crazy all throughout. That's all I got, guys. I'll Me too. Same. I would 100% recommend this to anyone anywhere. It's crazy I'm saying to recommend. I'm recommending a Netflix movie, but I am. I don't even consider this a Netflix movie. It's a Ryan Johnson movie. Exactly. No.
Anthony, would you recommend? You would? I mean, technically it's not just a Netflix movie because it did come out in some theaters, so. That is fair. But, I mean, The Gray Man came out in some theaters. So did your mother, all right? I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. Your mom's a very nice lady. Thanks. (laughs) Um, That's it. If y'all like this, we're going to go into spoilers pretty soon. (laughs) Like, right now, pretty soon. So if you don't want any spoilers, go watch the movie first and then come back later. Check out our links in the description for all of our social media or our merch. MerchDustreamLS.com. It's how we're getting out. And we'll see you next week. Say it every month for us. All right, guys. The craziest part about the whole movie was whenever Daniel Craig realized that the key to get into everyone's room was cutting off Dave... uh, what, what's his face by cutting off i don't remember his character but Dave cu- cutting Mr. off Bautista. cutting off his uh his nipple and using it as a passcode to get everywhere that's kind of big brain of him very his whole freaking his whole peck gotta rip off his whole peck just for that no just a titty all right guys a little more organized for this spoiler review what did we think about any cons got any cons no <laughs> <laughs> My only con, and I know it's somewhat purposeful, but it just kind of took away from the movie. In the first half, the acting just seemed very over the top to me. For which characters? Huh? For which characters? Because I will say the only one that fell over the top was Dave Bautista's character and uh, uh, the bird, the birdie. She felt really over the top, but I feel like that was just her character. Yeah, I think she was supposed to be over the top. She had a lot of energy. I think all of them. But I think actually all of them. <laughs> I mean, they were introducing all the characters, so they're all trying to stand out. I would say. Not even no, not like that. Like okay, there's one scene specifically. It's when they're walking up the boat, and what's her name? Come, come okay, it's the very last person. The oh Addy Allie is that her name? A- Andy 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 got out of the car and then it zooms to all the people on the boat and they're just all like, <laughs> <laughs> just like okay. Come to on. be fair, dude. No, I I understood that though because there's like once you understand the story, you understand why everyone was so shocked at that shit. But they didn't act shocked. Like the acting they itself did. was. A- they were like frozen, like, oh shit. If you go back and look, you'll see what I mean. I just, there's just a little, some scenes that I felt like could have been more subtle, but. When Miles saw her, bro, he knew. I was always like, why is he acting like so surprised he invited her? But, you know, all that came out, and I was like, oh shoot, that's why he looked so surprised. <laughs> I played it cool. I actually do have a con, though. I feel like some of the characters I wish we could have spent more time with, because, like, some of them were just kind of like, I don't want to say like sidelined, but like there's a lot more background information on other characters than other ones. Yeah, yeah. I could I agree with that. Like to be fair, some of them were definitely sure. less important than others, but I feel like they just kind of sprinkled them in there to have some more misdirection, you know? I think that's fair, but I also think the time we're given with Miles also, because like I'm not gonna say I predicted it, but I had an idea. It was Miles. I just had a bad vibe with him too. Well, Especially when like LeBlanc lays it all out. That's what I was kind of saying earlier, but now, now we're in spoiler free, so I can actually like go into it. Into it, 
I I enjoyed how like from the beginning they basically like every like visual and audio cue that they have kind of spells out either Andy being a bad person or Miles and like they kind of like force feed you into thinking Miles is the one that's like that dickhead that everyone hates that where it would make sense like it makes him feel like he was the one who brought him there to kill them that's what they kind of that's the vibe that I was getting um and like I feel like they just like they just did little things with this character that just kind of tipped you off. You're like, oh, Miles is actually just a piece of shit. You know, and also, I know the other characters had motives. They all had motives and opportunities to kill him. But it's just weird because, like, the information we get from those characters, I'm like, I just can't see them killing someone. That was the point. They wanted... I couldn't get the vibe from that. Yeah, they I know that's the point, but it was just the whole time. Miles whole was time a killer. Throughout. But then they just, like, they flipped it on its head and all of a sudden made it about a murder that none of us knew even happened. And that was yeah. like the craziest plot twist is like, they were like, all right, haha, actually he's here on this shit. And you're like, you're like, wait a minute. What? She's, she's dead. And that's why miles was shocked because he killed her and he knew she was dead. But, um, even then just the way they set it all up, especially with the misdirection with like Dale's death, like oh shit, he grabbed my glass by accident. I might die. Was just perfect. Um, I did think it was a uh, not 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 crazy, but I think that it was weird how like stupid he how reckless he was. Whenever LeBlanc spells it all out, and I was like, really, he's that dumb? Well, I mean, it makes sense because he was a guy that just kind of like. Would steal the joke and say it louder than everyone else, and then come off as a comedian. <laughs> so I guess it did fit his character once we found out like who he actually was. He yeah. wasn't that dumb because he went like both both murders were really thought out. Once you think about it, the reason they said he was dumb is because compared to Mont Blanc or whatever his name is, like compared to how smart that guy is. And yeah, Miles is dumb. But Miles compared to an average person, like I wouldn't have been able to pull off those murders. To be fair, I mean? I mean, he wasn't that smart because one, he was seen at the scene of the crime. Like if people would have found out she was dead, people saw him leaving the first murder. And then but, he, and he didn't even know he was going to kill this other fucker until he was like last second. He didn't even think about it. He just did it. Like, uh, it's not like he thought about he it. He just did it. I think it was smart. I wouldn't have been able to do it. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, because you're not a murderer. You're an Anthony. Exactly. That's why he's smart. Do you have any cons, Anthony? Because I'm pretty much done. Uh, I already said my cons. Okay. All right, Edward, we're going to go to you for pros because you didn't say no cons. I already kind of gave my pros, though. All right, guys. I'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything, Anthony? Um, Like I said, I just loved the fact that it wasn't linear. It was kind of like, it went back and forth. It like, the main story was linear, but then you got more information from different points of time. You know what I mean? That's what I liked. And then I brought it all back. That's what he's really good at. I know most mysteries will do that, but he's really good at doing that. Yeah. piecing it all together. Um, I really liked Miles' character, too. Yeah, he's a little charismatic. 
but um what was i gonna say oh yeah i'll go back i want to go back to what i said earlier because i think that no i just like i like how they don't hold back showing how good leblanc is as a detective yeah right like, like at they all. don't like, like they, sugarcoat they, they it to make it like drag it out yeah he's like legit a legend and then my the other very first like scene where he figured out the the crime in the very first like five minutes that was insane <laughs> Dude, yeah, because so cool. that wasn't even halfway through the movie, and I thought, oh, okay. I I thought he was gonna do this mystery murder mystery game, whatever, and then someone was actually gonna die, like during the, yeah. that little sequence. But no, first thing he's like, haha, Birdie did it. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Before he even died, and I was like, dude, that was goaded. I and. When he said that, I thought he was just joking. Like for a second, I thought he was joking around, and then he was like explaining the whole thing, and I was like, "Oh no, he did it! <laughs> he ruined the game." Homie wanted that no. iPad, dog. I felt really bad for Miles when he did that too. Yeah, that dude was pissed off. He's like, "Are you kidding me?" Since holding to be fair, what did he expect? <laughs> that is fair. Um, well, he didn't expect Miles to be there in the first place. You mean LeBlanc? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, what did he expect after he just let him chill and didn't throw him off? You know. <laughs> uh, my last thing I'm gonna say is, Let's keep going. I do like that it was in plain like the whole theme of it was it, it was all there in plain sight. How mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, we make it all complicated, but actually, it was him all along. Actually, it was, that was the theme in of plain the sight. Because the glass onion has layers and layers and layers of stuff, but then the very middle part of the onion is something just very basic. It's like right in front of you. Exactly. Exactly. It was. You can see straight through it. It's got layers, but you can see straight through it. And um, what do you call? I also really like onions. I like the whole the classism in the movie because um, Mm -hmm. because it really showed once Miles wasn't powerful once he was finished once they found that evidence everyone turned their back on him yeah which is a sad reality but you know that's how it works i do have one more con um when what's her name threw the hydrogen particle into the flame and the entire dome exploded how did they they die yeah and they didn't die yeah that's what i said yeah me too i thought i was like I thought it was going to be a little baby explosion, and then they blew up the whole compound, and then all of them I were just like, at first. no one was even hurt. They were just like chilling still, and I was like, nah, yeah. man. I really, really thought that was the end of the movie, that the cops were going to get there, and Blanc was going to be the only person to survive. That no, that wouldn't, have, that wouldn't have looked good. They wouldn't have. That's what I was mad at first. I was like, they killed everyone, but... Who painted the Mona Lisa? I also like this this uh, this one line that they had in the beginning and the, the very end. He said that they're forever going to remember your name in the same breath as I the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Especially when it – because I thought it was going to tie in somehow, but not like that. And it was pretty crazy. Miles Braun destroyed the Mona Lisa. That's what he's going to be remembered for. That's crazy. <laughs> he got the Mona Lisa. Dude, how the fuck? I saw that and I was like, well, no way, bro. But other than, other than that. Uh, this is a this is a great movie. And and guys who's listening, this is the last movie of 2022 that we're gonna be reviewing. Oh yeah, we yeah. Reviewing. It's been a terrific year with y'all. What a great year! We got the last of us too. 
great move to end off on. We're gonna it's we're gonna be bigger, better than ever every single year. We're gonna Are we gonna review the last a lot more? Uh, we can. We should. What uh? We did the boys. We could do another show. Yeah. Do we have the the rating saved for the original? Uh, out. Uh, oh yeah, reading for this one somewhere. I'm pretty sure we gave it like nine point five or something. It was pretty crazy, pretty high. What's our rating for this one? For this one, what's your rating for this one? What's your rating? What's your rating? I'm gonna give this movie a nine, solid nine. That's what I I was thinking about giving it too. But you didn't say it. For the absolute mm-hmm. genius of the plot twist, I'm gonna get a nine point five. This is a terrific movie to end up on. Make sure. Um, also, we're having a, a annual Huli Awards in about two ish weeks, sometime in January, when we're not, you know, busy with real life stuff. But it's going to be a great show, and we hope you all stay tuned for that. And on that note, make sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Links in the description for any other social media. See you on all the other platforms. Check out our merch store. And say hi to your mom for us.